Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back, everybody. We are at the Rouse's Market, 4500 Chapatulis, Mike Hoss, along with Mike Dettelier in this special edition. You, you can't miss this. If you come in and turn right, like you're going to the, <laughs> to the wine section, I don't know if they place this there on purpose or not, uh, you'll see us. Yeah, I went and check that out myself, Mike. Yep. And so <laughs> we are also, it's also one of our favorite times of our little two-hour stint is because we are joined by Marcy Nathan, creative director with Rouse's, and Marcy's a great friend. And today... We have little bit, little bites. So little bites. Clear. Little bites because it's people will, because I'm going to say bimbo bakeries, but really it's the Intamin line. It's the Intamin line. And we call them little bites. Little bites. Little bites. Little bites. Little, 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 little bites. Sorry, little, little bites. bites. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, we should call them tea bites. That's right. Hey, that works for That's me. even better. And they have apple, cinnamon, banana, blueberry, chocolate chip. Man, I like the cake, blueberry. I'm going to be honest. I know that's not your favorite, though. Then I got, then they got four more party cake, <coughs> chocolate chip, strawberry yogurt. So they're awesome. Yeah, they're one of our great vendor partners with our Saints program throughout the year. We have about 12 vendor partners, and Bimbo's is one of our favorites. And when you got kids or grandkids, you know, and they come back from school, and I, I told this to Mike already, man, the, the first thing they want to do is, uh, Papa, uh, I want a snack. I want a snack. So they, then they get up on the cabinet and they look around. So. Uh, that's why we always keep them, and it's you know they they grab for it, so it's a it's a weekly grab for us when we go to Rouse's. Thank you. And are you guys getting a standing rib roast for the holidays? Uh, how how tall? <laughs> Five feet? Six feet? How, how, tall are we, how tall are we talking? That was literally my question too. I was like, what does it mean that it's standing? I will get. Yeah, one. That, that's a new one on me, Marcy. I'll, I'll be honest. Dude, five seventy-seven a pound, limited two. That is awesome. That, that's, a, that's a hell that of a price. Is awesome. We have a great recipe from the Cajun Ninja. I don't know if y'all follow. Oh, Cajun yeah, he, Ninja. he's awesome. Yeah, the Cajun Ninja uh, took a recipe that somebody we know developed and uh, added his own seasoning and a little more butter and the whole bit, and it's fantastic. He's been doing book signings. He's been doing book signings uh, in all of our stores. Uh, yeah, he's a great friend. Of and he, he's something else. And it's a little bit different kind of Cajun cooking. It might not be exactly what grandma or mama or, mm-hmm. you know, your mama cooked, but it's close. It, but it's done a little different way. And, uh, man, it's really good. Really, really good. Yeah. So, Arthur, this has got to be an important time and a big time, right? I mean, when you walk in. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. One second. Ready? One, two, three. Cubic pies instead of little bites. Oh. I, I was thought just, he was going to. I that really was a, thought, that right. was a customer by the way. That was a customer by the way. That was not somebody with the house. I actually thought he was going to yell roll wave. Uh, 
So, again, uh, I mean, you we're talking, what is today, the 16th? I mean, people, you're gonna, it's going to be big time. Get it done now. So Don't wait too late. Shop right? early. Shop early. Uh, if you don't feel like cooking, we've got a lot of stuff that we prepare. We also you can order your complete holiday meal from us. Uh, we have all your sides too, all that great stuff that you love. Your oyster dressing, your corn pudding. We have all the desserts. I'm in for the oyster. You know dressing. who doesn't want a gentilly cake on their table? It looks like Christmas to me. I love it. And your holiday issue. It's like a, that's, that's not really that's not a turducken, is it? That is a porchetta. Which I was calling a porchetta, but it's a porchetta. Muffaletta and that's, that's, and that's our, that's our version Cuban, that yeah. we made. That is a muffaletta porchetta. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So cool. we used our Italian olive salad and provolone cheese, some chassisi ham. It's a pork belly. That is all New Orleans right there. It's all New Orleans. Exactly. So with, a, with a little twist. Yeah. With a little, a little twist. twist. I don't think everybody twist. knows that we cook everything we do for this magazine. Um, we cook and we do it all in our, our uh, brone store. And we take all the pictures upstairs, and then we eat it like you know. <laughs> we have this thing packed up, and as if we had gone through the hotline at Rouse's, and everybody's just leaving with food. That's where I got yeah. I got this last night at the Barone store. I, I walked down from, from the Superdome to get food and dinner mm-hmm. and salads, and not really. Not really. I was like, you didn't get salad. I know damn well you ain't going to get no salad. I haven't seen Mike actually making a salad. I'm not sure they call um, fried chicken salad. It was chicken wings. Who told you that? Somebody outed me. It was chicken wings last night. They are delicious. I mean, I guess if you get a little coleslaw, you could call that a salad, maybe. Or a potato salad. Or Mrs. Rouse's famous chicken salad. You're really stretching it. Kind of like olives in my martinis. Exactly. That's my vegetable tonight. You got your greens for the day, right? <laughs> well, Marcia, we appreciate it. As appreciate always. everything you guys have awesome. Appreciate it. You we're going to be around. We're so we're going to be with you guys a lot in the next couple of weeks. We have uh, the end of the sad end of the. Uh, it's not over. It's not, not over yet. It's we, we just have to, okay. It's we have the, I was going to say we have the sad end of the LSU season. There we go. But now, <laughs> you know, we have the Sugar Bowl, we have the Cotton Bowl, we have the Citrus Bowl, and of course we have Saints. We have Saints. Atlanta this weekend. So you guys come by our Barone Street store if you're going to the Atlanta game because we've got all kinds of hot food. You can come before and after, and if you're coming in for the Sugar Bowl, also um, come by. Yeah, don't forget. Come early. Come Oh, wait, come early. Come early. It's, it's at 11 o'clock. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And well, it's been moved from uh, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Right. Why, why was that right? Man, well, because of television and NFL okay. sort of conflicts. Okay. You know, um, and what I think is really wild is that the Citrus Bowl is the same time as the Cotton Bowl. So if you yeah, are a so Tulane fan, if you are wearing a, a Tulane fan, I'll be watching the Cotton Bowl. Well, that's why I got three know. TVs in my living that's right. room. That's I ain't going to miss it. That's the way the conference championship <laughs> games work as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, as well. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you, Marcy. We Thanks, take a break Thanks we'll Mike. Back. All right. Talk a little bit more Falcons and Saints back after this break. You are listening to Fans and the Pros. Mike Hall, Stu McAllister, Mike Cotillier. We're at the Rouse's 4500 Shop of Tools. Come by and say hello www.lamfm.com and always free on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile 
T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And welcome back. Mike Hoss and Mike Detellier and Deuce McAllister, who is in Frisco, Texas. We are at the Rouse's 4500 Chapatulas, brought to you by Bimbo Bakery's Little Bite Snacks. They're the Intamin Snacks Shop Rouse's Markets. It's the official supermarket of the Saints. Get ready for Saints and Falcons Chapter 2. Uh, on Sunday at noon, Chapter 1 was Week 1, and we're joined now by Justin Felder, who is a sports anchor at Fox 5 in Atlanta, who, Justin, if I'm correct in this, you arrived in June of 2015. So your first year, the Falcons were 8-8, eight and eight, and then your second year, Super Bowl 28-3. Man. Yeah, it was right? good luck, but it wore out pretty quick, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been, been there a couple of years, but uh, yeah, looking forward to another trip to New Orleans. Always a, a, a wild finish in store for these and a great city to visit. So looking forward to what should be a, all of a sudden pretty interesting game. Yeah, you, you could say throw out the records here, but both of them kind of mirror images. They're, they're begging you to throw out the records. <laughs> yeah, oh, on this spot, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, something crazy happens in, in every Saints Falcons game, something really out of the ordinary. But to, to start a rookie quarterback here this late in the year and kind of the drama that happened with Mariota and everything else around it, um, what's your feeling there from the organization? Do they really believe that Desmond is the guy, not only for this week, but he's the future for them at the uh, quarterback position as a starter? Man, there's a lot of layers to unpack to this story, yeah. right? But we'll start starting off with Desmond Ritter. I think you know what Arthur Smith said this week was it was a performance-based decision, right? He didn't say, "Hey, we want to get a look at the guy to see if we want to draft a quarterback." He didn't say anything about down the line. They feel they've said that Desmond Ritter gives them the best chance to win now. And give credit to Marcus Mariota did a lot of things you know folks weren't expecting. Remember before the season, the Falcons' wins over under was like two and a half, and they've yep. eclipsed that. He had he had some real good. Weeks, um, but they think yeah that maybe he can he can give him a spark. Uh, Mariota over the last several weeks, I mean he hasn't cracked 200 passing yards since week eight. Uh, so yeah, they went ahead and made that switch, and I, I think it's still too early to see about you know down the line in the future um, franchise guy. It's just going to be you know week one this week, but it is no matter how the season wraps up, going to give them a lot of information heading into the offseason, into the draft, what have you, uh, about which way they want to go at the quarterback. So it's a, I think it's both. A lot. I tell you what, he's poised uh, for, for a young quarterback. He's poised. And if he can improve his short-range passing, you got something there. Yeah, and he, the one thing that I'm going to be really interested to watch with uh, with Ritter is how he's able to use his legs, right? I mean, that's the thing that Marcus Mariota, even as a, a veteran, right, further along in his career, was super effective at this year, uh, was the ability to run the ball. It got him into trouble sometimes, uh, extending plays and then throwing picks, but he had four rushing touchdowns, 400-something rushing yards this year. Desmond Ritter ran for some yards in the preseason. Obviously, you're not going to put yourself too much at, at risk in the preseason, but Real effective runner in college, had 28 rushing touchdowns at Cincinnati. So it'll be interesting to see how they use that element of the game. Because that's been when this offense has worked this year, it's been the run game leading the way. Can they get that run game and add a little bit more in the passing game than they got out with Marcus Mariota? Then they might be onto something. Well, I got a question for you, and it's really when you look at it, how much have you guys seen him work 
um, with this offense outside of just this last, you know, the bye week and this week? Has he been running the scout team? Or, you know, when you talk about being able to get reps, uh, he's been worked in a little bit, you know, even though uh, Marcus has been the starter. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how comfortable – I mean, I know he says he's comfortable in the offense, but just trying to see how comfortable he really is in the offense. Yeah, it's a great question, and ultimately, you know, we don't see much of it, right? Because we're when we're at practice, they're they're stretching and jogging and going through individual drills, and then we're kicked out of there. But I can tell you, it's been majority scout team for Desmond Ritter. It sounds like his reps may have increased a little bit uh, recently. And the one thing he said was during the bye week, he and some of the skill position players stayed in town uh, in Atlanta, worked together, worked on their timing, tried to build up you know, a little bit of that consistency. Uh, so they, they feel really good about that, but it's a mystery. We'll, we'll see, you know, what he's able to do uh, on Sunday in the Dome. And like you said, that's a tough place to start. And remember, in the preseason where he looked pretty good, you know, it, it mixed results, wasn't playing with the starters, wasn't playing against starters. So it's a lot. It, it, it's still a mystery out there. That was interesting. When you look at Atlanta, not not – completely different from the Saints, but you score 26 in week one, 26 in week two, I mean 27 in week two. Now, both are losses, but that's, you know, 53 points. And then the rest of your losses are 15 points, 17 points, 17 points, 15 points, 13 points, and 16 points. I mean, you're not going to win a whole lot of football games, and you didn't, uh, you know, offensively averaging really, you know, other than those first two games, 15 points a game. That's They've They've struggled far more than I thought they would offensively. Yeah, and the weird thing is, you know, coming into the season, you know, and still today there are still so many question marks about the defense, but give the defense some credit. They've kept them in uh, a lot of these games. And, and like you said, the you know, the offensive output is not what they've wanted. It's been good at times, um, but it, it's, it's not been to the level they think they can be at, especially with how effective that running game's been. Arthur Smith bringing a lot of creativity into that. They get Cordero Patterson going, Tyler Algier, uh, the young guy, have been so effective at that. So they, they really feel like there's a lot more out there uh, for them, especially, you know, if you keep the turnovers at bay. And you can, like I said earlier, just add a little bit to that passing game where it isn't so one-dimensional. Looking at it for the future, uh, which you got, you guys going to have like $50 million bucks uh, to spend in free agency. And, you know, just taking a look at the team from the outside in, offensive line certainly is going to have to be upgraded. But, man, the Falcons have spent a lot of early draft choices and thrown free agent money at pass rushers and still really haven't filled that void. Yeah, that's been, you know, since when I started here covering the Falcons, really since their Super Bowl season when it was Vic Beasley, uh, they really haven't had a consistent pass rusher uh, to compliment Grady Jarrett. I mean, he's, he's one of the premier interior pass rushers in the league. A guy to keep an eye on, though in the game on Sunday is Arnold Ebichetti, rookie out of Penn State, has really been coming on. And really right when he was kind of on the upswing, ran into some injuries, it sounds like he's back to really to, to being close to 100%. But he's a guy that, you know, they were high on, used the high draft pick on, um, that they feel can can bring that edge pass rush. But I, I agree with you 100%. That's been the one consistent problem uh, over the years, really, again, since that, that run to the Super Bowl they had, is they haven't had, the consistent pass rush. They have Grady Jarrett, but when he's, you know, the the biggest threat, he's facing double teams, triple teams all the time and can't do it by himself. 
when you look at this team uh, overall, for them to be successful on Sunday against the Saints, what's one or two players offensively or defensively that have to play well? I mean, we know from from a quarterback standpoint, we know with Desmond, you know, he has to come in and, and, and do a good job. But if there's another player or two that has to be able to either play up to the level that that's expected, or you know, even at a higher level, what 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 are those players, or who are those players? I guess we'll, we'll start on offense, and I'm going to say the two tackles, right? Jake Matthews and Caleb McGarry. It's a really tough place to play. A lot's going to be on them. A lot's going to be on Desmond Ritter's plate to keep these guys, you know, on schedule at the line of scrimmage. Are they ready to go? Can he get out, you know, the play calls and the checks in what you guys know well is an incredible amount of noise? And can those tackles give them some time when they do need to pass? You know, they've, again, they've, the offensive line has really, you know, shown a lot in the running game. But Marcus Mariota, like Matt Ryan in years past, was under fire quite a bit this year. So I'm going to say the two tackles on offense. Uh, and then on defense, you could go a lot of different ways. I'm going to look at A.J. Terrell. I mean, he's had a, a, a really solid season, a really consistent season. But, you know, the Falcons' top cornerback, a guy they feel like is one of the, the better cornerbacks, better young cornerbacks in the league, you know, can he make a splash play? Can he – can he punch a ball out? Can he jump in front of a pass for an interception? Because um, this might be the kind of game where, you know, one turnover, one play, especially late in the game, could be the difference. So A.J. Terrell, a guy they are you know, super excited about, um, can he make that big impact play? Do you think, have you talked much with your defense or with, with Arthur about the, the impact of Taysom Hill and kind of, you know, he's kind of been, for the Saints, it's, he's had phenomenal weeks. And in week one, he had four carries, 81 yards, 57, one being the longest, also a reception. About Now that they've got a full, much more full body of work to look at and how they can plan to attack and, and, and defend Taysom. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's the main thing you get when you talk to the, the Falcons defensive players about the Saints is just a lot of compliments for the entire offense. I mean, it's a, a great collection of skill players all over the place. Taysom Hill has been a, a heartbreaker for the Falcons, not just this season, but in the past. Uh, and tight ends as a whole, I know Taysom kind of, it's hard to you know, put a, a specific position label on him, but they've had some trouble with athletic tight ends that can get in space, that can create some mismatches. So that's certainly somebody that they're uh, going to have their eye on. But, you know, it's, it's respect for the entire offense. And I think everybody knows what the Saints offense can be capable of. I know it's not been quite there uh, over the past few weeks, but Taysom Hill and just that, that entire group command a lot of respect. One of the things in, in game one, didn't get a great pass rush uh, right off the bat other than when they started blitzing. And, man, you know, Dean Pease and I go back a long way uh, <laughs> when he was with the Titans. and Dean's coached a lot of football in his, in his time frame. Uh, they seem to have bought into what Dean is coaching. He, he's a very aggressive coach. And defensively, to be honest with you, they have really played better than I think most people thought they would and I give a lot of credit to Dean Pease and what, he, what he's been able to do. And he sort of has manufactured a pass rush if it's sending a linebacker or a defensive back. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think that credit extends to, to here in Atlanta as well to Dean Pease. And he's talked about throughout the year, just that year two in his system, it's a lot more comfort. You know, and also bringing back guys like an Isaiah Oliver, you know, a, a, a guy who's playing mostly nickelback. He was hurt for much of last year guys that have the experience, that have the ability to communicate, that have the ability to, to get everybody lined up. Um, and actually, I talked to Isaiah, this was a couple weeks back, and he really said, you know, one of the things that people don't realize is that in a Dean Pease defense, 
he puts a lot of the responsibility on getting guys lined up, on getting the checks out there, actually on, you know, the nickelback, on guys in the secondary, not just, you know, the Mike linebacker with the the green dot. So I I found that interesting a couple of years ago. But, yeah, Dean Pease has really brought a lot to this team. The guys buy in. They love playing for him. We love hearing from him. I'm I'm sure you know every every press conference with Dean Pease is always a – Every time he opens his mouth. Justin, we appreciate your time and be uh, be safe uh, coming to New Orleans. Have a great weekend here. And again, thanks for visiting with Mike Dettelier and Deuce McAllister here on WWL. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Justin. Justin Felder, Fox 5 Sports in Atlanta. We got to step aside, take a break. Mike Austin. Mike Dettelier and Deuce McAllister in Frisco, Texas. We are at the Rouse's Markets, 4500 Chapatulas. Brought to you by Bimbo's Bakery's Little Bite Snacks. Shop Rouse's, the official supermarket of the Saints. Back after this, WWLAMFM.com. Always free on the Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And we've also got Deuce McAllister, who is in Frisco, Texas. Mike Austin, Mike Dettelier. Let's go to the phone lines. James from New Orleans. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. So let me, uh, that guy was pretty good. Let me let me tell you what, you, what he did say, because um, I know I ain't got a lot of time with you guys. Um, so, you know, Ritter and London uh, were roommates in training camp. Yep, and sure will. basically, yeah, basically, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't respect the secondary. As far as London's concerned, they're gonna, they're gonna. I don't care if it's Marshawn out there, whoever. They're gonna run some plans, roll out plans. They're gonna, they're gonna try to go deep with, with, uh, with London. They try to, they gonna, they want, they want that kid to get going. And I, I gotta be honest, I hate the Falcons like a lot of guys. Yeah, but <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta give them. I, I gotta give it to him with the draft, Algeri. He, he, I, 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 I was telling you this, Mike, during preseason, before the draft and stuff. I wanted that kid. I, I like the quarterback that, they, that they're going to roll like out Tyler. this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he and Taysom would be, they're both from BYU. That would have been the thing. But anyways, um, they don't respect, they don't respect Alave with the, with the big corner. They think he's going to get muscle, and I kind of agree. He's not going to be he, uh, the, Ter- Terrell, whatever his name is. Yeah, AJ. He AJ he's got more trouble with Mike Thomas and guys like that than the little skinny, speedy guy like Alave. So I don't know, you know, how he's going to move the ball. You know, uh, it's, it's going to be, you know, they got a lot of they got a lot of ducks. They, they're really planning on. But here's the other thing before I forget: Ritter's going to run the ball. Anytime you see man coverage. He's gonna take off. I mean, that's that's just his thing. He runs the ball. He, he doesn't run like Mariota, but I mean, in key moments, he's gonna run for that third and eight or third and whatever. If he if you don't if you don't put a spy on him, yeah, he, he's athletic, uh, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I got, thanks for the call, Jimmy. I, I got to see him work and uh, certainly watch him at Cincinnati, and I wouldn't necessarily call him a runner, but he's a guy that you know he knows how to get out of trouble. And man, he can tuck it in and take off. You know, he's got some speed with him. So I, I agree with you. And as a young quarterback, listen, you got to help yourself sometimes. And that's 
you doing something on your own. If you don't have a guy open downfield and you got an opening, you got to run with it. And I think Desmond will try that. What do you think, my yeah, friend? Yeah, but when Duke? you say that, well, I mean, when you say that, and if <laughs> you don't have to necessarily have a spy to be able to no, uh, stop no. a quarterback. I mean, it's it, it's being able to have lane integrity when you're trying to rush a quarterback. And so just because you have man coverage, um, if you don't give him lanes inside to be able to step up in, kind of makes it hard to say, hey, look, the quarterback's just going to take off. And then the other part of that, uh, are you playing two safety high or are you playing single high? I mean, and so, you know, the, the, you look at you look outside of London, who out there scares you? None of them. I mean, None and so it's not like you have to say, hey, look, we have to play uh, cover two across the board because this team is so explosive. They can take shots. I mean, that's fine. I mean, uh, I, I, think I, I don't think that the Saints are. I think are, they will. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I don't think the Saints yeah. are saying, hey, look, we're so scared and afraid of you that we're going to play uh, our safety so deep that uh, you, you, you can't get over the top. I think they'll be up to the challenge. I mean, you still got to go out there and make plays. You still got to go out there and make plays and, and, you know, do some different things like that. And you talk about Terrell being able to play physical uh, with mm. with Alave. I mean, there's different ways to be able to move Alave. You don't just have yeah, to put him as, as a X or, you know, he's just right there on the line of scrimmage. You can put him in motion. You can put him in a slot. There's a lot of different ways you can get guys off of press coverage. And so uh, if that's your only thing, you know, if that's what you're banking on, then, hey, good luck to you because shame on the Saints if they can't move a guy around that they're trying to get the football to. And, you know, you look at it, I think that they're probably more afraid of the Saints' speed on the outside than just to say, hey, look, we we have to play physical with a uh, certain certain corner or, you know, we have to play physical with a certain receiver. Deuce, I think one of the things, and I, I know it's in the back of Terry Fontenot's mind, is that in the drafting of Kyle Pitts and also you got the young rookie receiver in London is that, man, we're going to have a size matchup one day and a speed matchup. Well, you know, very few guys can run like what Pitts can, but you don't have to worry about that uh, coming this coming Sunday. But but I see what he's trying to do to, to well, build this he, offense. Well, he's, he's creating matchups. He's yeah. creating matchups. I mean, that's exactly what he's doing. He's creating matchups just by personnel. But this Sunday, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have and to so, worry about this. Uh, that, that's exactly right. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to take a break. We'll get uh, Deuce's final thoughts, Mike Tatillier's final thoughts here. We're at the Rouse's 4500 Chapatulas. Back after this break, WWL on the Big 870 AM, 105.3 FM. Welcome back. Just a couple of minutes left. It is our speed round. We begin with Deuce McAllister in Frisco, Texas, and Deuce the Saints win Sunday if. <clears throat> Produce in the red zone. You've got to score touchdowns in the red zone. Um, for for me, if you can create two turnovers again, and so you you want basically the script that you had against Tampa Bay, except you produce in the red zone. I think that's how this Saints team win. Mike Detelier, your thoughts on how the Saints win Sunday? Uh, I, I've seen how many points the Falcons have been scoring. Get to twenty four. Right. Uh, read that list. It's all teams. Right. Thirteen, sixteen, seventeen. Come on, uh, man. Get to twenty four points. Uh, you you got it. Uh, what over the last few weeks? Yeah. What, what, of, their, what of, their, of their losses, the last few weeks, 15, 17, 17, 15, 13, 16. Now, wait, i got to say that because defensively they've only given up 19, 19, 25, 20, 14. So defensively. Okay, get the 24. They're, they're, doing, they're, doing, they're doing their share. Get the 24 done deal. Do something. Now, if we go back and we look at, if we look, look at, go back. 
get the red zone opportunities, you 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 have that twenty four. Okay, you're right, and you get a W because that was that that's eight points would have been the difference in Tampa. Yep, easily, easily. Well, we'll see. Someday at noon, Saints and the Falcons, Deuce McAllister and Frisco. Good luck tomorrow night, my friend, and uh, we will see you Sunday morning. Good luck traveling. Thank you, guys. All right, Bruce. And thanks to Mike Dettelier as well. Uh, We thank everybody. We've been at the Rouse's 4500 Chapatulas. It is the official supermarket of the Saints. Get all of your holiday party shopping done here. Thanks, of course, to Luke. Charlie's in the booth. Thanks to everybody for listening tonight. Marcy Nathan for all of her help. Thank you, Marcy. We will have a good weekend. We'll see you Sunday early. Thanks thanks for listening. It is fans and the pros, Mike Costus, McAllister, and Mike Dettelier. WBLAMFM.com and always free on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.